machine's a beast. That's that that that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you please, yes, sir. Right. 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 I opened for Jazzy Jeff in um 2006. The first time he been been to um been to Charlotte, North Carolina. I opened for him. Matter of fact, that was the first show I ever used Serato on. And you know, Jazzy Jeff co-signed Serato. That's how everybody got on it. Yeah, motherfuckers got tired of carrying these fucking damn records around. <laughs> oh, trust me. But at the, but at the same token, though, trust me, I do. I, I, do, I know. I know all about but it. But I do. I do tell you this. I do miss it because those are the ways that we used to get into this motherfucking parties. Yeah, right. Yo, <laughs> yo, dude. Yo, let me carry. I yo, I carry them crates and them speakers for you, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just let me in. Just don't get missing. Just don't get missing. Exactly. Just don't get missing when it's time to break it down. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was always oh, like we, that. We always, in, it was always like that. You know, right there. I mean, we always, we always show respect to New York because that's the hip hop garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. But don't come down here thinking that we slow or y'all was gonna run something. Mm-mm. 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 It's like you're going, that, that's like you ain't running nothing in your city if you're not hot. So you can go to North Carolina and then try to blow up in North Carolina. Yo, can I share a disrespect story though? Can I share a disrespect story? You might remember this, okay? Uh-oh. Okay. This is a funny disrespect story. This is actually the first time that Nas did a show at, at Kamikaze's, right? And we were hanging out. Yeah. I opened up. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. This was like 90, this was 94, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he did, Yeah, he did a show. Yeah, he did a show at Kamikaze's. Yep. Uh, and because 12 Dreads, 12 yep. Dreads was on that show God, too. I heard that. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Me and 12. And, yeah, me and 12. And after up. the show, after the show, we back at the hotel, right? It's like me, Damu, what's good, what's good, Damu, what up? Mm-hmm. All right. And, uh, you know, we, we, and, and 12, and 12 is a girl, and we hanging out, right? And uh, I'm over there talking to Grand Wizard, and uh, here go Nah sitting on the steps, right? And he, uh, you know, and he, he's like looking at 12's girl. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm, like, yo, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what, 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 mm-hmm, what, what? He wasn't looking at 12's drag. He was looking at my girl, the girl I had. No, no, but he, but the girl you had wasn't the one he called over. He oh, yes, called it was. Yes, no, it no, was. no, 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 no. That was 12's girl. Trust me. Let me explain, okay? He was like, yo, let me put something in your head. And it was over there talking. And then 12 was just, you know, had a twisted face, was real mad, but he was real, you know, but he but he ain't called a little static, okay? But as we were driving home, he fussed her out up and down oh, yeah, about disrespecting yeah, 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 him by rolling up to die. I never yeah, even met him, but I used to hear his name. What's good? It's your man C. Perry Leasy II, and welcome to Straight to Tape. Y'all know what it is. Unapologetic and insightful conversation. From the tip of our tongues, it's Straight to Tape. Now, of course, I am but one-third of podcasters' treacherous three. First, the nefarious one himself, the comedian Tico. What is up, my man? Well, you know, people talk about it. I live it. Every day. 
You finally Heard. getting that shit right. Heard you that. know, you finally getting that shit right. It's a, his motherfucking catchphrase that he's been fucking up for a while. And he finally got that motherfucker down. Practice. I ain't talking about the game that I like to play. I'm talking about practice. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't talking about you know the, the you ain't talking about the game you know the podcast I sit here and sweat blood and, you know tears for you talking about practice yeah practice this month it makes perfect and uh, sitting in for the quintessential hip hop mom Keisha with a Y of course we got my man the social media assassin Rob Barron what is up motherfucker. I'm in your mouth, man. What's going on? What's happening? Pause. You see, that was dope, Tiki. You see, you see the way that nigga he he nailed it, man. You know what I'm saying? That's some nailed like shit. Yeah. Stupid motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, of course, uh, you can check out Straight to Tape on all of our podcasting platforms. We are Apple Podcast certified. Uh, we, you can catch us on Google Play for you know all of our Android fam. Uh, you can stream us on Spotify, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Radio Public. And Straight to Tape is brought to you by the Popcorn Shop where gourmet taste pops with three locations to serve you. Emerald Isle, North Carolina, Goldsboro, North Carolina, and Mebbin, North Carolina. You're not local? We'll pop on over to www.thepopcornshop.com. That's www.thepopcornshop, that's S-H-O-P-P-E.com for global shipping. The Popcorn Shop, where gourmet taste pops. Pops, 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 pops. And yo, uh, social media-wise, uh, like us on Facebook. Like our Facebook page, Straight to Tape. Uh, you can follow us on our IG at Straight to Tape and check us out on Twitter at S2T on the air. Now, uh, once again, we have royalty in the house. Okay? <laughs> we have DJ royalty in the house. Okay? Uh, one of the baddest DJs that we've known since he was a pup. That's right. That's it for real. Okay? Our man. Okay? From the buddy team, DJ Bro Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. He is DJ Bro What's Bro. good, my man? What's good, y'all? It's just a pup, huh? It's a pup, man. That's that's actually accurate. That's some real shit, yeah. That's because I was young in the game when I got started. <laughs> I ain't, I mean, I ain't that old now, but still, I in DJ years, I'm about fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about 50. well. In real years, we are all pu- well. You know what? Anyway, yeah, uh, you know, so, um, <laughs> we're all pushing, yeah. uh, okay, yeah, yeah, gently yeah, nudging, yeah, nudging. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're gonna yeah. leave it at that. Also, <laughs> yeah, like to give a shout out. Also, joining us in studio as well. Yeah, I had to have my man coming through and sit with us. He is one of our musical contributors. Here's my man, C's. What is good, C's? Peace, 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 peace. What's good with you, man? Hey, man. Glad to have you here today. Yo, if you, yes, if you're listening to some of the talk bad music that we use, those are beats provided by C's. Hot shit. Hot shit. Hot shit. Thank you so much. I got like about 10 more for you. Yo, man, send them. You know the deal. You know the deal. You know the deal. I got to. We got to have them. We got to have them. Right, yo, I'm, 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 I'm gonna battle you in beats. I, 
I ain't even got no equipment. I'm just going to use a cereal box. I'm going to use a cereal box, a plant, uh, uh, a plant container, and um, some saran wrap. What the fuck is the saran wrap going to do, motherfucker? That's my highest. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, got a, I got a plan. I got a plan. And because and, I ain't got no equipment, I'm, I'm, I'm going to record it. I'm recording on, on a um, speak on a, um, Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> oh, wow. That's throwback. Yeah, yes, it is. Yes, Teddy it is. Ruxpin. I'm going to throw it on the Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to lay them tracks down. So. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't support that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin, this motherfucker. All right, so uh, we're going we, to, of course, we're going to talk to DJ Brorab. You know, talk about the art of DJing, okay? Uh, you know, talk about how he got brought up in this game, okay? And, uh, you know, a bunch of other stuff, especially as, you know, especially as it re- relates to uh, North Carolina hip-hop and North Carolina hip-hop history, okay? But, of course, you know how we start to show off now, okay? You know, we got some shit, some things that, you know, we just don't feel like talking about. We don't want to talk about it. Okay, so uh, I'm going to turn the first thing that we don't want to talk about over to the uh, social media assassin. Rob, what the fuck you don't want to talk about, bro? Man, so I don't want to talk about the damn uh, Democratic uh, presidential hopeful debate the other night. And in particular, what's 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 the, what's the, the one nigga name? He's a uh, uh, Eric Swalwell, the um the um oh, dude. No, 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 no. This is the uh representative from the state of California. Okay, okay. You know what? I didn't know that. The fact that you said that it it it, it makes sense. It figures. But he is on TV talking about he wants to ban AR15s, which are the most quote-unquote dangerous weapon uh, in so many words, quote unquote, the most dangerous weapon in the world. When, if you really study statistics and everything, it's not even really AR-15s that are responsible for all of these uh, mass shootings. It's handguns. So a lot of times, man, I find that a lot of these uh, Democrats are so hell-bent gung-ho on banning guns, but they don't know shit about guns. They don't know shit about gun safety. They don't. They just really don't know what they're talking about. So for him to say that he's going to ban AR-15s, the the whole thing about uh, the potential of gun banning and and more restrictive gun laws, it does nothing but restrict law-abiding citizens that own guns from you know exercising their right. You know what I mean? It it really handcuffs. Uh, and, I, and I'm going to say us people like me, law-abiding citizens. Like I go through all the proper channels. You know what I'm saying? Concealed carry holder, all that type of stuff. It handcuffs us from being able to properly uh, exercise our right and potentially protect ourselves in a jam. You know what I mean? In a in a life or death situation. Like as far as AR-15s, man. I mean, if I want to build an AR-15 as you know, like a hobby or something, I should be able to do that. With no problem. If I want to buy one outright, I should be able to have, you know, as many as I want. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go out there and buy 15 AR-15s and have them just, you know what I mean, locked up somewhere. But if I want to, 
I should be able to. You need to be able to go through the proper channels to right. get it. Okay. I know right. my biggest problem are the you know are, are some of the loopholes that do need to be closed. Okay. Yeah. My my thing is this, yo. Um, it's a strategic plan. If you think about it, yes, you are supposed to have constitutionally we're supposed to have anything that the government have. If we all get together and we have some money, we could buy a fucking uh, a plane. You know what I'm saying? A, a, what you call those choppers that the, 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 the tomahawk joints? You know what I mean? We could, we, Italian, you know, we, we we could buy one of those. We should be able to do that. We can do that. And you have to think about this too. If things pop off the way that conspiracy theorists or things are supposed to that they say is supposed to pop off and it's become some uh, military martial law state. And think about it. That gun that you're talking about that they're banning, it goes right, tat, 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 right? So you got a handgun that goes tat, tat, tat. The government got guns that go You can't, you, you, you can't, that's like, that's like, that's like, um, Harlem Knights. Why are you shooting that gun? You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't defend yourself in, in that, in that, in that aspect. You know what I'm saying? So ban the one that's, that could cause the most damage, I guess, I, I guess I would say most damage, I guess would have, you would have more fight back if military people come invading your home you know what i'm saying i mean that's just me thinking outside my comedic box but i, I understand i want to get everybody else's thoughts too but i mean uh in the it, it's supposed we're supposed to have stuff like that if we want if we want to if if any of us sitting here want to go and buy an assault rifle or go order the parts online separately and build one we are supposed to be able to do that. And then in, in, in to, T, to Tico's point somewhat, in the event of like a, a ground invasion of, of like enemy troops or something like that, aren't we supposed to be able to defend ourselves, man? Yeah. So can we defend ourselves with just a, a single bolt action hunting rifle, which they want to take away the AR-15s, which, okay, the AR-15s are semi-automatic, too. We don't have automatic weapons. You see what I'm saying? You we have can't own one of those without the proper paperwork anyway, Thank right? you. It's, it's, it's hell and high water for a civilian to own a fully automatic weapon. And if you do something to, to alter a semi-automatic to make it fully automatic, then that, that comes with consequences. So right. If, right. if we're, if we're um, right. the only supposed to own semi-automatic uh, weapons that, that fire with one you know, per trigger pull, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, you can, you, you, yes, you can fire an AR-15 at a high rate of fire, just pat, 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 but not fully automatic. That's what the government has. But thank you. But if we're supposed to uh, defend ourselves, if it, you know, against like a some type of ground invasion, now you know it would be crazy for somebody to try to invade the actual beaches and stuff of. <laughs> But it has happened. It has happened. Yeah. It has happened. Are we supposed to, and we can't defend ourselves? You know, we don't even have a remote chance with just handguns. I mean, but that's thinking way down the line. But at the same time, man, I mean, at this, and I, I want y'all's thoughts though. But at the same time, I mean, again, 
more restrictive gun laws is really handcuffing uh, law-abiding citizens. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, and then you got to check the mental stability of a lot yeah. of these people. Yeah. And I'm with that. I'm yeah. with that. But if I look on it, I'm just doing an internet search, and I see about um, 60 people or 80 people getting shot in one city. Do they need the fucking AR-15? Hell no. That that's where it, that that's where you know you're messing it up mm-hmm. for everybody, because mm-hmm. I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Like um, my dad, he um served in the Korean War, mm-hmm. right with the flag. I just went to a funeral, rest in peace, Mr. Richard. Mm-hmm. They they died, you know, they would die for the country and all that. But in the same token, you don't want to take the, you know, you don't want to take the knee with Colin Kaepernick and all that. But just what you're saying, that really touched a nerve with me, what you just said. If somebody was to come on this country and, and, and invade, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, boom, you got to, you know, defend your family and everything. You want that. But on the same token, if that shit don't happen and it gets into the wrong hands and, you know, like, you know, I'll take the knee and everything, man. I'll take the knee. But on the same token, if you have like little black babies that's getting shot by these people that have them, right? I don't want you around me. Fuck, I want you around me for. I got a twelve-year-old and a fourteen-year-old. Mm-hmm. I threw away my my my. my, my uh, you supply him toy guns. I threw that shit in garbage. He's about as tall as me. Fuck, I want that for. I don't want that. I don't want that for my family. You know what I'm saying? I don't want that because, look, um, if it gets into the wrong hands, that's all I'm saying. If you're not selling drugs or if you're not doing anything, you know, I'm not judging anybody or anything. If you're not selling drugs, you don't need that shit in your house anyway. If you're selling drugs, you want something that's going to take everybody the fuck out. Like, boom, all right, you come in. You know I mean? Well, you have you have people you have people that are so just I'm, I'm gun consumers. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I'm just being honest with you. I'm fifty fifty on it. I don't need that around. Yeah, you just got people that just collect guns. Yeah. you should be able to you should be able to own whatever you want. You dig what yeah. I'm saying? Especially if you if you write in the mental, you got people yeah. out here that's got these, but they ain't mentally right now. Yeah. How how they get them? Right. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's where the problem lies, right there. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. and so once they do, let's let's say they do ban AR-15s, then again, the law-abiding person, like you said, that's going to go through the proper channels and follow all of the rules, right, on how to get it and how to obtain it, and and they know gun safety. They know all they know all the the proper gun safety rules and everything, right. That's going to handcuff them. That person that you're talking about, they're gonna have it anyway. They're gonna have the they're gonna have the fully automatic. They're gonna have the they're gonna have, they're gonna have the fire anyway. And it's gonna handcuff the law abiding citizen. And, and yes. that and that's my whole thing about, you know, all of these uh proposed gun bans and further gun restrictions and everything. All these if like gun free zones and everything like that, it's it's proven, man. It's proven that gun free zones don't work. No. You know that the 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 assault weapons ban that, that Bill Clinton uh, enacted in in the '90s it didn't work. It did nothing to curb any type of violence. You know what I mean? Because people gonna get it. People are gonna get it anyway. And get so, it, build it, however they got yeah, whatever they right. gotta do. So now this guy, you know, from uh, California, and again, California is one of the most gun restrictive states in in the country. 
it makes sense that he's from California. That's all I got to say about that. I mean, you know, like I said, man, it, it shouldn't it shouldn't affect the law abiding citizen. No, yeah, I mean, like, you know, if you're a law abiding citizen, okay, uh, you know, you are going to handle, you are going to be responsible when you are handling guns. Period. Okay, even though I mean, I know some motherfuckers. Okay, uh, you know. Let's just say you you in a car, okay, and uh, y'all you know y'all joking, talking shit to each other, whatever, okay, and uh, you know this motherfucker, you know, has this bad habit of you know you know while you're talking shit, you know, reaching into his glove compartment to to you know to 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 pull out his shit, you know, just to fuck with you, okay. Yeah. I mean. I've had it happen to me before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder who did it. Perry, wait a minute. I wonder who did it. Well, motherfucker. Hold, hold up, man. Wow. <laughs> he just put you out there, <laughs> Motherfucker. I wonder who did that shit to me. Perry, have you had a gun pulled on you before? Is that what you're saying? Uh, what you think I'm saying, <laughs> nigga? You know what, man? In, in my defense, <laughs> it, it was really stupid. It was very, very stupid. Well, the, the multiple times that I pulled my gun on Perry <laughs> were all stupid wow. as hell. Well, you was a terror to that dude. They bro. were all stupid as hell. And, and it's no excuse. Like, like, what I'm about to say is no type of justification or excuse. But I knew that my gun wasn't locked and loaded. It didn't have a, a round in the chamber. I knew that. I know that goes against everything about gun safety that there is. You know what I mean? But I knew in my heart of hearts that there wasn't because back then I was I was a new uh, concealed carry holder and like I was kind of new to guns, which that's bad enough. But uh, for me to be pulling a gun on him, playing around, and yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. But I, 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 back then I wasn't care. I wasn't even because I my first gun was a Glock twenty three forty caliber, and I was uncomfortable, even as a concealed carry holder, carrying with a round in the chamber. You know, it it it, it was something about that that I just didn't feel comfortable about. Like later on, uh, you know, making sure it's properly holstered and all that, I felt more comfortable. Like like now, I always carry one in the two. You know what I'm saying? But it but, never stopped this motherfucker from doing it to me. Okay, and. <laughs> Never, never. Okay, I'm I'm sorry, man. (laughs) It was stupid. It was stupid as hell. It go. It went against everything about gun safety. I'm sorry to this day. I I apologize. But we, but you know, somebody at the same time we had fun with that shit. We all all, we can laugh about it all the time. Yeah, like like like. uh, What were we shooting? And I almost, uh, you know, I almost uh, pulled my uh, shoulder out. Was it was it my twelve gauge? I think it was your time? twelve gauge, yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, DP was here a few weeks ago on the mm-hmm. show, and, and uh, he and I, his his uh, now wife, then girlfriend at the time, they went uh, down to uh, the country with me at my mom's house. We out in the backyard, mm-hmm. then uh, forty caliber. And then uh, y'all remember K E Kelsey, right? Kel- yep, remember yep. K E. Shout out to my, shout out to my now fraternity. Shout out to my yeah, now Kelsey fraternity Evans, brother Kelsey Evans. Yeah, he did a promo with mm-hmm. us, bro. Rap on uh, 97.5. It was me, Tico Perry, and K E was mm-hmm. on that promo. We did a promo and uh, for for Wink Moody show. And oh, um, yeah, you took it back on that. One. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we uh, it was it was that forty caliber, but that same forty caliber. 
No, actually, it was a different one. I had bought. I traded that in. I bought a, 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 a full size Glock uh, twenty gun motherfucker. I told you, man. This is a gun ass motherfucker, man. You and my brother in law. Yeah. Good lord. So, so, so I got a funny story with with, uh, with me and Ke, man. It, and uh, we were riding to Wendell too. And this was during the time that I was all you know nervous about the cops pulling us over and even though i have a concealed carry license i thought that having one in the chamber was going you know be some you know some old you know i was thought i was gonna get arrested so i was i was just scared so what i did i got a couple of i got a couple of stories to tell y'all that that y'all y'all think i'm this intelligent gun expert which i am now but i've i've gone through some shit <laughs> so, right. so me so me and kelsey me and kelsey so we already talked about me pulling the gun on perry you know i still feel bad about that i'm sorry yeah, whatever, i'm sorry whatever, anyway so me and kelsey ride me and ke riding out to the country man and i said oh snap we, we're approaching wendell bro uh yeah let me let me go ahead and, and pull this out now i'm driving mind you i said let me go ahead and pull this out and clear this uh this round out of the chamber actually i was carrying with i had started carrying with a round in the chamber then i said well let me clear this bad boy so i won't have you know give them any reason to, to trip right if i get pulled over i'm just totally paranoid so i pulled the gun out i'm driving i pulled the gun out and i want y'all to tell me what i did wrong i pulled the gun out i racked the slide Jack the round out of the chamber, and then put the and then and then what I did was oh god <laughs> right. So I'm thinking it's not a round in the chamber. And if you have a Glock, you can tell, you can look at a Glock and tell if there's a round in the chamber because the trigger is pulled back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I pulled the trigger, and the motherfucker it went off, off. Yep. <laughs> while you was driving. While I was yeah. driving. So what happened was what I what what did I do wrong? You pulled it out while you was driving. Well, number one. Should have pulled over. Yeah. Number one. Pulled over at the 7-Eleven. But I didn't, <laughs> I didn't drop the magazine before I, before I jacked the round out. Yep. So all I did was jack another round from the magazine right back into the chamber. So it was a live round in the chamber. And luckily, I had the presence of mind to point it in a safe direction and pull the trigger. And the shit went off in the car. So me and K.E. riding, and uh, I said... K, K said, are, are you hit, bro? I said, nah, are you? He started feeling his chest. And because we, we couldn't, the, the glass didn't shatter, the windshield didn't shatter, my driver's window didn't shatter. And I pointed it in that general direction. It went through the A pillar between where the window meets the pillar, and then it came out. So when I got outside, it was a big ass hole in the A pillar that looked like, you know what I mean? It looked like an exit. It was an exit. It was an exit point. You know what I'm saying? The entry point inside the car was real small. The exit point looked like somebody got their back blown out. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Mm -hmm. And that could have been, you know what I mean? That was real dangerous. That could have been one of us, and luckily it wasn't. And the second story I had. Uh, oh, God. You got another one? Yeah, he does. <laughs> Trust me, this motherfucker does. Okay. <sighs> man, I'm lucky to be alive, man. I, I really am. And, and, and like I said, I, I, I know... What I'm doing now, but I, I've done some dumb shit, and I don't mind admitting it. But kind of the same situation, man. I was well, not not really. I was on my way home, and I had my. This time I'm living in Durham, and I had my gun in the center console of my car, and 
I was getting ready to stop and, and cop some Chinese food from the joint and go home and call it a night. Well, I pulled my gun out out of the center console because I was going. I knew I was getting out. I knew I was getting ready to go home. I wanted to holster it so I wouldn't have to. You know what I mean? Just wanted to make sure you know because it's going in the house with me, right? I've done this a million times. It's, it, it was stupid, but I've done it a million times, right? At the point at that time, I had done it so many times. I took the, the gun out of the center console while I'm driving. Just completely dumb shit. You I'm, and the guns and driving. And driving. And I, <laughs> and, I, and, and bro, I, I straightened my leg out, my right leg, and I went to holster the joint because, you know, I'm right-handed, so I, I carried it on my right hip, right? I went to holster the joint. I had done this so many times, sees, and I put it in, the, in, in inside the holster, and when I started sliding it down in there, boom! So I'm driving, <laughs> right? And... I didn't. It didn't really feel. It didn't really hurt, but I did shoot myself in the leg. It, mm-hmm. I shot myself like right here in the in the in, in the hip, mm-hmm. and it came out the soft part of my ass. Man, mm-hmm. that was so lucky. It could like it didn't hit any bone. Yeah. I didn't hit any. Uh, I didn't hit my my femoral artery. Thank God. You know what I'm saying. It, it wasn't even that much blood. It wasn't even that, the the actual treatment was paint more painful than the gunshot. But I shot my damn self in the leg trying to holster. And, and, my, and I'm going to tell you what I did wrong. What did I do wrong, first of all, bro, Rap? You was driving and <laughs> weak. <laughs> Poor car. Man. <laughs> Yo, so, man, that car went through so much well, shit yeah. with this motherfucker, man, for real. Okay? Yeah. So, and I didn't tell I didn't tell my parents this story for like years, mm-hmm. bro. I don't even, well, actually, I don't even think my mom still, I think I told my dad, I don't think my mom knows the story to this day. I tell you one person he told. Who that? Who did I tell? You told me, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Of course I told okay. you. Of course I told and, you. And, if, and, and, and what did I say? What, I'm trying to remember. What were the words that came out of my mouth when you when you, when you you told me? No, first I wanted to make sure you was okay. Yeah. And then after I made sure you was okay, it, it was, I was it, like- It was along the lines of me being a dumb motherfucker. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> man, I, I, I almost shot my man. Just like, lost him with the little gun. What I got? Whatever. Bow. Now you know where the bullet went. He's like, See? oh, my goodness. And I, yes, right, so. it happens like right, exactly. Like, you know, so I got this right here, I got, I had a big four fifth, like no, nah, it was not military. Right. Ho 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 ho. What what did you have? I had a four fifth. Is, is is what was my favorite gun? No, no, you had the four fifth. Sorry, sorry, sorry. This so this pretty, this nigga favorite gun, and he can't he, can't, man, you can't even he. His favorite gun is a Desert Eagle 50 Four forty. Yep, yep. Ooh, That's what I thought. Oh, my. Over the table. Oh, I wanted them so bad. So you got the right to own them. Yeah. Yeah. It's so pretty. Yeah, it right. is, man. It was a beautiful <laughs> gun, yo. That was a beautiful motherfucking gun. Okay. Uh-huh. Salute to Rocky Mountain. Yeah. I know about it. Salute, salute. But yo, these motherfuckers, man. So. No, go, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. right to own guns is like now I'm, I'm seeing it like you know what I mean like certain niggas don't need to own guns you know that mm-hmm. right because it goes there but the motherfucker if you come in my house now I'm thinking about the the, 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 the that's what I want so yeah you, you answer my question <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 
Okay, to your point, right, and that's now, and that's why, that. and that's what no, and that's why I tell all these crazy stories about what I even even the pulling the gun up. I tell I tell these three times. I tell these stories more about than three times. What, yeah, it was Whatever. all these these stories because not nah, I mean gun safety seriously like like all jokes aside is like like now I take that shit so seriously like you know what I mean like trigger discipline like I never put my trigger mm-hmm. my finger inside the trigger you know if, unless I'm actually about to shoot like I'm at the range or something it's always properly holstered you know the the, the gun I carry now actually has a thumb safety on it. So I, it's always locked, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I'm trained to if if I have to use it, I can I can you know take the safety off in a flash. But it's got a safety on. It's always properly holstered. What I did wrong when I shot myself in the car by accident, it was a it was a soft leather holster that was, and it wasn't even made for the gun I was carrying. So it, it was just a whole lot of dumb shit that that <laughs> conspired with you know to to lead up to me shooting myself in the leg but i mean you know i I healed pretty quickly because it went through soft tissue thank god but like i said i tell all these stories to say really take gun if you if gun gun ownership is a huge undertaking and gun safety is of paramount importance you know so that's why i tell all these stories man like if you have one would it be wise just to put it in the safe? Because this is my thing. All right, either not, safe or gun closet. Yes, but if, if you're not like um in the hood, like selling drugs and all that, right? And like like with Bumby, somebody just randomly break into your house. You know, it's 2019. You got the proper thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I I've been a gun owner, and I won't go into why they got taken or whatever. I'm not gonna do that. But um, I don't, you know. But um, my thing is, if somebody kicking in your door, right? Are you gonna have time to get into the safety? Are you gonna have time to get in the safe and put the codes in or whatever and blast them, right? No. But if I have it in my closet, but I got teenagers. That's actually a very good point. What am I going to do? Yeah. What, they, what about their friends? Yeah, my right. dad got the full fit, right? Yeah. Right. What, so that's why, I'm, that's why I'm afraid to get another gun. Okay. So no, you if if that happens, if somebody has already breached your front door. You got to call the police too. Right? You but but I mean in the in the heat of the moment, you're not going to have time to call the cops. Let alone if you have it locked up, you're not really going to have time to. When you go to jail. Man. Will you go to jail for? Would you go to jail because they say, like, say, if somebody was to break into my house, and I'm just asking, like, if somebody was to break into my house, right? And then, like, say I pull it, like, oh, black. If he's in the house, he's considered a threat. Yeah. If his back is turned, that's what I always heard. Like, if his back is turned, they were trying to leave. What I've always heard is if 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 a thief is out of the house, you can't you can't fire at him. If he's out of the house, but if he's in the house, you do what you got to do. Now, don't get me wrong, a prosecutor is going to try to nail you to the wall even if the person was inside the house and has his back turned. You see what I'm saying? A prosecutor is going to try to get you. But to to Bro Rap's point, what I've always heard is like North Carolina hasn't hasn't always been, but and and, and People don't take anything that any of us say with a grain of salt. Please, you know, uh, please do your own research. You know what I mean? Um, or I should say, take everything with a grain of salt and do your own research. But 
I've always heard that North Carolina is now under what's called the castle doctrine. Meaning if a motherfucker is in your house, he is he, if he's breached your house, he's already a yeah. felon because he's already broken into your house. He's already committed a crime. Right. You can you can take him out of here. You can take him off of here. You know what I'm saying? So um to your point about your kids, you should this is what I did with my son. When he was very young, you know what I mean? I let him see my guns. I didn't let him play with him and touch him and all that type of stuff, but I, I took that curiosity from him. And I sat him down and I said, listen, I said, these things will kill you if you mishandle them. You see what I'm saying? I said, so don't touch them. I said, and if you're at a friend's house and he pulls one out, I said, immediately leave the situation and go tell the first adult you see. Right. Come grab me, come grab the first adult. If you see, if, if one of your homies is, is, is flossing with his daddy gun, you know what I mean? Uh, go find the nearest adult. You know what I'm saying? So you got you got to take their curiosity. And I took my son to the range when he was very young. I haven't, I haven't, um, I haven't did that because mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, I didn't do that, but it was just like, yo, you know, these things can kill people. I don't, I don't even want you around them, really. You know what I mean? I don't want you to see them. But, uh, but yeah, so anyway, man, yeah, just just take, you know, that, that gun safety seriously, man. I mean, we can have another conversation about that, you right. know. And but, I'm sure we will. Yeah, let's so uh, let's yeah, we'll talk. We'll definitely yeah. talk. Like I said, we, we can have another we can have another conversation. Yeah. Quit we're pointing going, the gun sideways. Y'all ain't hitting yeah. that. Exactly. Stop doing that. That's yeah. dumb. That, that's, that's so nice. That's 90s. that video. That's that video shit, man. Before, you know what I'm saying? On that Black Panther training? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I saw, I saw that. I saw that, that yeah. Yeah, it was. That was real. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Y'all not the one to talk about something. Y'all sure hell talked about it. I know. I know. Tigo. Tigo. We're going to put ice on it. <laughs> yes, yes. Tigo. What? W- w- what you ain't going to talk about? Well, as a transition to uh, you putting the gun out on Perry, and since the transition has to be on Perry. What? Um, I'm not going to talk about Krispy Kreme now delivers to your home. Oh, shit. What? Oh, man. So if I want one donut, they're coming through. <laughs> All I know, it started in South Carolina and it's moving its way down here. So I'm not going to talk about how many boxes I'm going to buy. I'm not even going to talk about how many I'm going to eat. Nigga, you got the what? I got the sugar. Then w- Come on, stop it. Look, man, there's some certain restaurants I have on speed dial, and I believe Krispy Kreme might be that one. Yeah. Just think. Just think, Perry. You're safe now. No more choking <laughs> you. No more choking you. See, it, when Perry, I have this thing for Krispy Kreme donuts. I've always had this thing for Krispy Kreme donuts ever since I was a kid. Like, I could eat two boxes, like, you know what I'm saying, like it's nothing. So, Quake would always do the driving. Mm-hmm. And uh, which it was, was probably either, it was probably a good thing. It was either you yeah. or Ryan. Shout out to yeah, Ryan. Yeah, and I was you know I was always in the back, and Perry would be up in the front, and uh, we would they would take me home or something like that, and we would just drive by Krispy Kreme, and uh, things would be fine if you know we drive by, but as soon as that light comes on, it's on and popping. Like you know I would say like Yo Rob pull over, and Rob would be like Nah man I ain't pulling over. 
I said, yeah, Rob, pull over. And he's like, no. So I would choke Perry, like, hostage style. Like, yo, like, choke the <laughs> shit out of Perry. Like, yo, for real. Like, pull this motherfucker over and stop by Krispy Kreme and get some fucking donuts, yo. Yo, these yeah. are 20-year relationships <laughs> yeah. that we're talking about. And have you noticed that one, that, that, that one common thread is the abuse that my motherfucking ass took? <laughs> Bro, Rab. Like seriously, bro, we riding down Person Street, man, or, or coming up, you know what I'm saying? And flashbacks like a motherfucker right now. And just so happy, cause you used to stay kind of down the street from the John, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it didn't matter if we just happened on that side of town, bro, and that 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 hot light was on. <laughs> he would just it didn't even really it, it wasn't even about yo yo Rob pull over nah I ain't pulling over. If the hot light was on. He was choking Perry out. He would just grab Perry and start, yo, the hot light is on, and start grabbing Perry. <laughs> like, literally choking the shit You're out of him. You're taking a lot of abuse I told from you, brothers. man. I told you. You know what I mean? I'm feeling for you, I man. mean, God. That's just unbelievable, man. So I'm not going to talk about that. And and other Krispy Kreme news, I don't even want to talk about how how I had an idea on doing the franchise and taking it up to New York, but they didn't give me the 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 the, the, uh, the okay back in the day. But now there's a Krispy Kreme in New York City mm-hmm. that stays open. The light stays red 24 hours because they can't keep the donuts in. Just think about that. If I had, they would have let me take that Krispy Kreme up there. You know what I mean? That shit was fucking crazy, yo. And this motherfucker would probably be running the motherfucker. I would stop by. I would just stop by. And okay. I the shit out he you. choked the shit out of me in his own motherfucking store. Think about that. Yeah, you need to come with the donuts and not hot. Lord. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not going to talk about okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, what I'm not going to talk about, okay, is really some social media shit, okay? Um, Facebook. Oh God! Yeah, Facebook. I, I've always, you know, I'm a Twitter motherfucker. I love Twitter because I love the heat on Twitter. Okay, uh, Facebook is the yearbook, as I always like to call it. Okay, it's the place that you go keep up with people. Okay, and sometimes you realize that you know people that you are friends with on Facebook are, you know, are are, are associates or people that are. They're virtual at this point, okay? Mm-hmm. And here's the reason why I say this, okay? Because, you know, usually I'm not good on unfriending, okay? You know, I am. I, I, I'm not. I just leave it, you know, <laughs> I, I, you, know I, you know, I just leave it up. I just leave it up, whatever, okay? I give uh, a tutorial on yeah. it. Yeah, but I, I yeah. <laughs> but I hit the unfriend button this week, okay? And here's the reason why I hit the unfriend button. Felt good, didn't it? It did, actually. It did, actually. (laughs) But here's the reason why I hit the unfriend button, okay? So, uh, in the news, at the beginning, you know, at the, uh, you know, in the news, you know, of course, you had the story about the, uh, about the uh, father from Mexico trying to get over the border with him and his daughter, and they drowned, okay? And one of my Facebook associates had posted a, this uh, picture of Donald Trump trying to golf over the dead bodies, okay? And his comment was, the, the Facebook friend, this comment was, um, you know, that's what they get for breaking the law, you know? And 
he had, you know, of course, you know, he had some of his folks in there, you know, you know, talking down to him about what he's what he posted and his comment. OK, and I've seen comments from this cat before. OK, he was a guy that I work with. All right. Uh, you know, we you know, we you know, we hung out, we blazed the whole nine, you know, uh, you know. Uh, you know, he was he was this cat that would that would call me drunk and you know, uh, talking about his affinity for black coworkers. Okay. After seeing that, you know, and after looking at other posts, you know, it, it was my time to cut him off. You know, it, it was truly you know you know my time to cut him off. Okay, and you know, once again, doing that realization that you know. This is a vir- you know this this is a virtual relationship, okay. Um, and the one thing about face you know one thing about uh, platforms like Facebook and IG, you know, before Facebook and IG, uh, you know, throughout our lives we've had friendships, okay, but we've had friendships for that portion or for that piece of our lives okay right. where we get past that okay and we grow out of that friendship the shit happens okay but facebook and social media you know allows you to continue that relationship wow. when in you know when at times you know before social media when the friendship was cut off, when the shit was cut off, it was cut off. Yeah. That was it. No more. Nothing else. You were there for you were there for me for that period of my life, and now we have moved on. Okay, and that was my moment to tell me that me and this motherfucker, it was it, it was time to move on. We had moved on years ago. But some people come into your life for a season. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I don't understand that though. With that, you know, like somebody that I always remember, you know, like, mm-hmm. the, like if, if a person was in your life for that period, you might have, um, you might have introduced me to Big Daddy Kane and, 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 or, or EPMD or something like that. You're always gonna be in my life, right? Right. So, when long distance was prevalent, I would still call you, right? We mm-hmm. still talk, holler, whatever, you know. And then we had cell phones. Right? right, but then when we got social media, I didn't get that conversation. Before. So my thing is like, did the internet, like, and in, 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 in Facebook kill that? Because now you can text me, and before when I would have a conversation with you, now it's just like, oh, what's up? How you doing? You good? Or you'll text me with like, before I'll have like a 15 minute conversation with you. Yo, how you doing? Blah 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 blah. So it's like. I have a rule, like if I knew you from 1990 or whatever, I don't talk to you on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But if I went to school and not, no, no disrespect to my St. All brethren, like I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I know you when the internet was first starting or whatever. So yeah, I can talk to you like that. Yeah, I probably seen you on the yard. I, I, I don't have a real, you know, but I, I really struggle with that. Like if I know you, if you was a day one. Um, should I be even talking to you on the internet? Exactly. Right. But see, that that's the thing, though. That's the thing. Nobody has a thousand friends. Nobody has a hundred friends. Right. Exactly. Right. Nobody has fifty friends. Nope. 
You know what I'm saying? You lucky to have good five. And you, you know what I'm saying? A good five. A good five in your in your in your crew. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of folks, you know what I'm saying, you know, we throw a lot of words around and the word friend. And then, exactly. We throw friend around like you do love. You know what I'm saying? You throw it around like, yeah, that's my friend. Nah, you know, yeah, yeah, I know you. You know what I'm saying? I've had I've had experiences with you. You know what I'm saying? Which make you know what I'm saying, which which bonded us with we have a friendship. You know what I'm saying? But to truly call someone friend, you know, it's pretty heavy. That's some heavy shit. And like you said, uh, all that stuff, we were trained. We were trained. Trained like monkeys. You know what I mean? Think about it. We had beepers. Mm-hmm. Beepers did what? They fucking beeped. And when they beeped, your mind automatically triggered to answer that fucking beep. Okay. Then we moved to what? Sky pagers. But you still had the beep and you was used to the vibration. Right. Because the vibration of a, of a sky pager was fucking crazy. Rob had one and yeah, shit. Sure did. He yeah, had one on his, on his hip and I felt like I had it in my fucking pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here checking my shit like, who the fuck texting me? Nigga, I ain't got no sky pager. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you trained to pick up that. And then... They, they got rid of the sky pager and texting and never was like, okay, well, what are we going to do now? And then they had cell phones and, you know, back in those days, they didn't have the, like real texting on the cell phones. You had to like mash the button like three times to get a C or some shit like that. But then when they hit, the, when they, when they, when they got you hooked on the cell phone, when you can pick up the cell phone whenever, you know what I'm saying? Whenever you trained and now they've put everything back in together. You got a fucking beeper, a fucking sky pager and a fucking phone and a camera. I got a joke that says I hate when my camera rings. You know what I'm saying? Because you're paying all this money for this fucking camera, but it, you know what I'm right. saying? But it rings. That, you know, that's your fucking phone. So yeah, I believe that the internet has 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 uh, watered us down as far as communication. But it, mm-hmm. it stems from the part of us being trained to go towards those notifications when you hear those dings mm-hmm. or you hear those ding ding you know what i'm saying you automatically pick it up whether you're working where the, where wherever you are you know what i'm saying because remember when you went to work your ass went to fucking work you know what i'm saying they were <laughs> motherfuckers was not you on the phone and all that shit mm-hmm. no you know what i'm saying so yeah so yeah that's that's what i'm saying i'm with you on that right there bro i'm totally with you on that the internet will fuck your brain up very true. this is your brain on drugs this is your brain on the internet yeah so yeah so ladies and gentlemen that's what we not gonna talk about today now the reason why we're here dj bro rap I'm enjoying my beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's how we do it on straight to tape. Like I said, it's unapologetic. Okay. Yeah. And we just, you know, talk our talk our thing. I've right? been I'm enjoying this whole thing so far. It's, you know. Yeah, man. I'm glad to have you, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Thank now, you. but we're here to talk about you, my man. Okay. All right. I'm uh, nobody. No, yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> now, now one thing that you know, and we've talked about this. We talked about this many times. Okay, okay. Uh, you've been DJing for how many years? Now? Twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. And and one thing that you've always mentioned that you have never 
that you've never had a normal nine to five once you decided that you wanted to DJ. I haven't punched the clock since July 12, 1997. <laughs> wow. The second time I got fired from the same job in the same summer. Wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Same job, fired twice? Yes, in the same summer. Wow. Would you like to hear about it? Yes, I would. Oh, hold, 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 hold on, so, so you got fired. They hired you back. And you yeah, got fired again. again. See what had happened was <laughs> in the same summer. In the same summer of 1997. Not on your day off, I hope. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, well. <laughs> let's. Uh, I, I'll take you back from the beginning. 1995. I graduated high school. Okay. Mm-hmm. I went to Jordan High School, Durham, Bull City. What up? All right. And I got I got hired at Willie's Records. Mm, I remember Willie's. Yeah, we Willie's remember Records Willie's and Tapes. Classic, classic. Yep. Yeah, that one. But Durham. Let's stick with Durham. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I worked for Willie's Records for two and a half years. You know what I'm saying? It, it was all good. You know, whoop de woo. Okay. Summer of '97 come. I was I was I was I was warned about this, but you know I was young. I didn't listen. Once you take that manager spot, everything changes. Yes, it does. Oh, okay. Yes, it okay. Does. I was making five fifty an hour before the mandatorial thing. And we, we mind you, we talking ninety five, so that was all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But once I decided to become a manager, dig this here, this is slavery. But I didn't know at the time. I was grossing three fifty a week. For 50 hours. We had to do mandatory 50 hours. Wow. For three fifty a week before taxes. After taxes, we bring home approximately $251.79. I still have check stubs. Wow. <laughs> 1997. This is when, you know. Okay. The first time I got fired, my sister graduated from, from, from Dudley Hair School mm-hmm. on a Sunday. Now, one of the rules of being a manager at Willie's at the time was, of course, we had to do 50 hours a week. One day a week, we had to do an open to close, and we had to work every other every other weekend. This was hap- this happened to be my weekend off. Mm-hmm. Okay, Friday. <laughs> this happened to be my weekend off. For whatever reason. For whatever reason, the store did not open on that Sunday. I was at my sister's graduation. Now, it's up to the district manager. I'm not going to say his name. God bless him. He's, he's no longer living. He was supposed to make sure all the stores in his district are open and operating. But this particular day, the store did not open. So, following Monday, I, I go to work. And we are getting chewed out. And I'm like, uh, I was off. Don't you see the schedule here? I was off. So why y'all y'all coming at me? My other manager had requested that time off too. But it's like, you already know. I, I just I just did my last weekend. So I was supposed to have been off this weekend. So whatever you put in time for, that ain't got nothing to do with me. But the, the district manager tried to cover his ass. So the owner was like, fire both of them. Wow. Yes, Willie's. Willie was 
the owner's pet bird. Whoa. Yeah. That's yeah. history right there. That's true history right <laughs> we there. We had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> wow. Willie was the owner. The owner name was Lou. Mm-hmm. Pet bird. Parrot. Wow. A talking parrot. Wow. Polly won a cracker. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bad at that. All the owners... All the owners will, bro. I could tell you some stuff off this pot. Oh my god! <laughs> um, <laughs> we won't so, talk about that. Right? So, me being twenty years old at the time, and I'm and I'm thinking about that money. I'm like, yo, I I, I need that paper. You know what I'm saying? So I I called the owner. I pleaded my case, and I actually won. So he hired me back the following Wednesday. Okay. So he brings down this guy from Virginia to help run the store with me. But I believe he was brought in as a spy to watch me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, business as usual. This dude taking money from the petty cash and doing God knows what, jagging off on the damn toilet and all kind of shit. (laughs) Um, Yeah, my my, one of my cashiers was she pulled me to the side like this dude jacked off on his way. off on the damn yeah. Give me some money for some wow. damn lights all and disinfectants and all. Wow. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. But I mean, hey, if you, if you need it, you need it. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, so couple like a month went by, and what the owner used to do sometimes he used to make these su- surprise visits just to see how his stores are running. He came on a went on a, on a Tuesday. I'll never forget this. He came in on a Tuesday, shook everybody's hand. But the next day, there was this meeting amongst all the managers, and I wasn't informed about it. Mm. So they had a mandatorial meeting without me. Okay, so I happened to be off that particular Wednesday. So that Thursday, when I come back to work, I see the assistant there. I said, "What you doing here?" He was like, uh, "We we we need to talk." I was like, what we need to talk about? They was like, well, we all had a meeting last night. I said, without me? You know what I'm saying? So I'm going in. I'm like, why wasn't I notified of this? You did what I'm saying? So the meeting was about firing me again. And this was the same week Wu-Tang Forever came out. Because I mean, we had a midnight sale for it. Mm, wow. Wow. That's how I remember it so good. So me and him going back and forth Then the owner comes in The district manager come in And I'm just going in I'm like 20 years old Going in You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Yeah But that's alright though Because I still wanted to end Exactly um, So you know I said what I needed to say I turned my keys in or whatever And I remember this like it was yesterday The first person I went to go talk to Was my daddy now, my daddy owned a, a, a convenience store on Favor Street in Durham, for those that know what, what it is, and right in the middle of the hood. And I told him exactly what happened. He was like, yo, who I need to get at? <laughs> I was like, dad, I got it. Don't worry about it. But then I was like, nah, go get him. <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> boy, let me tell y'all something about my daddy, boy. My daddy ain't scared of nobody. Mm-hmm. Old school. He old school. He ain't. Bro, he told the owner the illest thing I ever heard. Because people were scared of the owner. He was like, you ain't shit but another man with arms, legs, dick, and balls. I'm here in Durham. You want to come see me? Come see me. <laughs> wow. He told him that. He ain't never come. Crazy he was man. like, no, my son ain't work. They wanted to hire me back again to go work at Newburn. Mm. 
Mm. Oh, I do too. He was like, no, my son is no longer working for you. You can't just be hiring and firing. You know what I'm saying? That's just whack. Why did I get it from Freeze? Why didn't Freeze have the midnight sales? It was always Willie. (laughs) Man, it's a lot about Willie's you really don't want to know. Yeah, it's a lot about Freeze. You want to fucking album from them at the same time when it came out that year. Uh, (laughs) uh, The Love Moment. Mm-hmm. 19, shoot, that was the day uh, Brand Nubian and Stankonia. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Aquemini, 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 Aquemini. And um, who else? Lauren Hill came out that same yep. day. No, Miss, at, 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 same day? All four of those albums came out the same yep. day. Yep, yep. Wu Tang Forever was the 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 last midnight sale before I got fired the second time. So after I got fired the second time, I was like. You know, I, I, I can't really rock. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, for years, I used to tell people that me living off DJs was by default because I wasn't getting hired anywhere else. Once I put Willie's on that application, they're like, oh, no, we ain't messing with you. Mm. Wow. I tried to get a job at Camelot. Mm. Y'all remember Camelot? Yeah, I remember Camelot <laughs> Records. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Record bar. You know what I'm saying? Because that was my Record thing, bar. music retail. Yep. But, you know, at the end of the day, I just had to thug it out, man. So that experience at Willie's pretty much blackballed you in that in that vein. Pretty you know, much. Wow, that's yeah. deep, man. That's deep. Yeah, record bar, bar, Record bar. It was the record bar. You remember Rob three? Bass. Rob. Rob Bass is my man. But, 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 but that experience, that experience... Uh, started your full time right as a DJ because before that you know I, from from ninety one when I started I was in ninth grade mm-hmm. ninety one up until ninety seven it was a side thing you know I would do parties here and there this and that the third but I never thought I could actually live off it and even before the whole Willie's thing happened um my man Courtney C butter team butter team. He had, he had pulled me to the side one time. We was at a party. He was like, dude, you just as dope as Kid Capri and all of them. You can live off this if you want to. They doing it. Why can't you? Mm-hmm. And I was going to ECPI at the time when he said it. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember ECPI, yeah, right? Yeah, right across yeah. the street from Crabtree. I don't mm-hmm. know what that building is now. but yeah. Let me ask you something, man. Sure. All right. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah and all that all shit. That stuff. I can't even all that shit. Go ahead. Uh, all right. As starting off as a DJ mm-hmm. and getting paid. I wasn't getting paid at first. Exactly. So these kids now, I see some of these um promoters promoting these parties or whatever and really don't want to pay the DJ. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're making like thousands of dollars. You know that's what I'm an age old. Like you know argument. what I'm saying? That's an age old argument. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did you go from like you know I'm tired of I'm tired of fucking you know what I'm saying dealing with this little bit of change and starting to let me let me get this let me get this money. Well, I came up at a time when dues had to be paid. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of these, a lot right, of these right, right. younger cats, they don't, they really don't want to pay dues. They don't want, they don't want to go through the grit and the grime. Right. You know what I'm saying? When I first started DJing, up until 12th grade, I DJed for free. My partner was getting the money. You remember Scholar? Yeah, yeah, yep, mm-hmm. yep, 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 yep. That's who I started with. He and and back then we were doing parties for like forty dollars. Right. We were in school. We weren't in no clubs or nothing like that back then. Right. Right. 
And once once he finished school, I was on my own because he had went away. I think twelfth grade, I was getting I was getting like seventy five dollars hmm. party. You know what I'm saying? Right. That means speakers, Turn records, records. Receivers. You had to carry records back in those. You had days. to carry records. <laughs> <laughs> my first crates was actually crates that my dad brought home from his store, and I didn't think to wash the milk smell out of them. Ooh. So my crib, I mean, so my room started smelling like milk. Wow, wow. <laughs> right. But I had them crates though. My crates was right. popping. <laughs> um, uh, after high school, I I started getting into the club scene. I was DJing the clubs. I wasn't even old enough to be in. Right. But I would get like a hundred twenty five dollars. Now, uh, mind you, one hundred twenty five dollars went a long way back, back then. then. Yeah, yeah, it did. And if you was getting two hundred to do a club, you was the man. Yep. Right. You know what you could do with two hundred dollars in nineteen ninety five. Right. You could take a girl out on a nice date, exactly. smash her out, and still have change. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get back to that. Yeah, right, 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 right. I mean, it, it seems like the prices ain't changed too much because uh, no. cats, cats are, you know, you cats DJing are for $200. Now I'm going to look at you like you're crazy. I'm telling you, man. You can't even buy no equipment. Doing, man, these cats is, yo, these cats are getting paid nothing, yo. And they sound like it too. They sound like you're getting exactly what you paid for. Yeah, the game, the game is toe up now. Yeah, it's, 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 it's fucking fickle as shit, yo. It's but I mean, at the end of the day, it's like you gotta, you gotta get, you gotta get in situations to where you can get more money, you can demand more money. You gotta that that name first of all, exactly. Right. And exactly. and your skill ability had to match that name. Like that's why I give Kid Capri a lot of credit. He was one of the first DJs I ever known to get ten thousand dollars to do a party. Yep. Right. But you paid that man that money You was going to get a show mm-hmm. You was going to get that crowd The women was going to be there You know what I'm saying He made he made made you get your money's worth You dig what I'm saying Yeah no Because I mean Because one Okay Of course The culture started with the DJ yes. Okay uh, The culture started with the DJ the record companies made the MC the face, okay. But still, you but you know, but still in the background, the 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 DJ was still building up, and you you had you know you had those periods where you had uh you know where you had Kid Capri, where you had SNS, where yes. you had uh you know where you had a DJ Clue, okay, mm-hmm. who started building you know who started building their names off of you know off of uh, whatever platform what, they yeah, had, off of their platform, you know, off of getting exclusives, off of the mixtape grind at that time. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? In, in some situations, I, I can't really fault promoters because sometimes you sometimes you got to think how a promoter thinks. It's like, if I put your name on this flyer, is that going to bring any more people mm. in my party than if I didn't put your name up there? Like, right. sometimes I can see where promoters is coming from. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? If like, you're not putting any money, if you're not bringing it. Okay, prime example. Prime example. There's this new uh, DJ that's making some noise around here, DJ Cleave. Uh, he's not really new, but well, I mean, but you know what I'm talking about. I mean, he's making noise. He's South making Carolina, noise. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, my man. Yeah, he's making noise. Okay, and uh, he's doing a lot of shows up here. Okay, and um, you know, when Cleve throws a show, people come travel. You know, so why? so I so I understand I understand because you know he's internet he, he's freaking an internet joint you know what I'm saying he the took best. a he platform like and Facebook and, and blew. blew it up and blew it up and a lot of that started with South Carolina State alumni right mm, okay. so it's like my my brother had uh, shout out to Jay yeah shout out Jay he had, uh, did a, he had did a day party and and um, had Cleve DJ 
Okay. He said, uh, Cleve asked me for, for, for a grip, for a thou. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, yeah, I gave it to him. Because I made more than, you know what I'm saying? I made more. He brought in, he brought in like uh, 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 a gaggle of fucking folks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So why not pay him for, for, for what he's worth? Exactly. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. He's earned the right he's to earned, ask for that kind of He's earned the right to, to ask for that. When Everybody you, hasn't exactly. earned that. When you got those followers like that and, you, and, and people come travel for you, you know what I'm saying? I get, you know what I'm saying? I yes. get it. I get yes. it. I get it. And you got some DJs that do not understand that. Right, right. If you want that kind of money, put yourself in a situation, get you get your weight up to where you can get to that. Right. Mm-hmm. You right. get what I'm saying? I get you. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. What <laughs> what else you got? Man, man, man. Okay. Man. Yeah, I, oh, got, I, I, I got yeah, something get, else. Okay, yeah, let me let me hear. Let me hear. All right, man. It. Since uh, we're gonna talk about uh, North Carolina hip hop and stuff like that. Right on. And uh we all in here have a uh, strong staple inside, you know, saying Riley hip hop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Each and every one of us at this table. Um, it's amazing to me that all of us have had stories and have hung around celebrities per se, and not consider them like freak out like okay oh shit that's Big Daddy Kane mm. I'm hanging with Big Daddy Kane Starstruck oh you're just yeah, starstruck you know they're just regular dudes and we just hanging with them and it's just amazing to us to me the uh, the uh, network of connections that we have uh, you know what I'm saying just 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 uh, collected just being us exactly you know what I'm saying just mm. being us yes. you know what I'm saying so you know you doing great things. You're DJing for who right now? Kid and play. That's what's up, yo. I, yeah, I, and I gotta ask. House party. I got, yeah, I gotta ask. I gotta oh, ask. you didn't know? Yeah, I gotta ask. <laughs> uh, you know yeah. how how did that come together? Right. Okay. Y'all know Play used to live in Durham. Yeah, yeah. He used to teach at Central. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Him and Knife. Yeah. Well, the relationship really started. With the documentary Welcome to Durham that us the Butter Team made. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and Play did the um, narrations for us because um, outside of the hip hop, Play is big on what videography, is that mm-hmm. what it's called? And photography. And that dude is a wizard with cameras. Mm-hmm. Like he is an expert on that. So he helped us out with that. And from there, he just took a liking to us. And he had other projects he was working on. So we all musically, you know what I'm saying, made contributions to his stuff. And, like, he would, like, call me about album covers mm-hmm. and just finding, just finding these rare hip-hop joints that he needed. And, and eventually, all this work spilled into Kid and Play. Because, mind you, there was a while when Kid and Play wasn't even exactly, active. Exactly, right. exactly. Kid was doing his stand-up comedy thing. And you see, you see him in... Um, Act, acting roles like he was in the Temptations movie. The Bill, you know, the the real time with Bill Maher theme song. Yes, yeah. that was Kid. That's Kid. Kid with um yeah. Martin. That's Kid. Mm-hmm. Like when you, you hear the voice, they go Martin. Yeah. everybody yeah. think that's Kid Capri. That's Kid mm-hmm. from Kid and Play. <laughs> yeah, he no wrote idea. the theme music. Yeah, I didn't know that until this very second. <laughs> yeah, that's Kid. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. History. It's a funny thing. Kid and Play have. They've had their hands on so much stuff that a lot of people don't know. Y'all mm-hmm. do realize they did discover Chris Tucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they yeah. T- they told me like 
where they found him at, and they they already had the like in House Party what was it House Party Three? House Party. 3. I don't know you same time. They already had that written, but they didn't have nobody to play it. And um, kids just happened to see Chris Tucker in a club doing stand up, and invited him to come down to the set, and he nailed it. Wow. And as far as Martin, you know, Kid, Play, Salt, and Pep all worked at Sears. Martin Lawrence worked at the gas station across the street. Mm-hmm. So when Salt and Pepper got their situation, Kid and Play, they brought they brought him on with Herbie. And when Kid and Play got right, they brought Martin along. So they all helped mm-hmm. each other get up. Okay. So, okay. Herbie Lovebug. Herbie Lovebug, yeah. Kid and Play was in the video. Yep. Kid and Play was in the video. Kid and Play was in the video. That was right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Ain't a dang, what? Yep. Pepper. Pepper, yeah. That's, that's like 80. Yeah, it's like but all they that video, was, right? That was, yeah. yeah, that was eight. They all helped each other out. Idol makers. But to back to your question, um, all the work I was doing with play outside outside of Kid and Play, all the stuff spilled into Kid and Play because I'll never forget this. Play had called me one day. Mm-hmm. The 25th anniversary of House Party had came about. And mind you, Play at one time, he was like, you couldn't pay me to go back on stage. Like, that part of his life was over. But once that 25th anniversary house party came, you know, they started getting offers. And they did, um, what was it, the George Lopez? Was the George Lopez show or whatever? Mm-hmm. They needed that set done over again. So mm-hmm. he called me to do it. Okay. Okay. And then they did the Monique show. Now, the, the ill thing about Monique, they had like a campaign was like, we about to go. We about to go on the Monique show. What song shall we do? So, Play asked me to do a medley mix of the hits, and Play put the videos with it, and it was like a national campaign. My name was all over it, mm-hmm. the whole thing. So, a lot of stuff that I did was spilled in the kid and Play. I started doing production on their show. Wiz was still rocking with him. Big ups to Wiz. He's still in New York. He's doing it. He's doing his thing. He's, okay, he rocked okay. with um, Dana Dane. Oh, okay. Yeah, brought Dane. Um, XM Satellite. And um, Wiz still does um, club work. He's a video DJ. But he just doesn't travel anymore. Now, this whole I Love the 90s thing came up. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, mind you, I've been offered to go on tour with a lot of people. I remember Karis One. Asked me would I go do a, a, a tour of Japan with him when I was 24, Ooh. but it, it, it didn't happen. I had done some shows with Kane. Big ups to my partner Scaz. That's Kane's road DJ. Yeah, exactly. And you know I've done some shows with Special Ed. The homie Scaz. Yeah. Yep, that's the homie. I've, I've been around. Yeah. I got a, I got a story, but <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so. he used to. Yeah, you know, he, Tico used to dance with Special Ed. So you know the oh. j- the jiggy dudes. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. yeah, I used to dance with Special Ed back in the day. Yeah, yeah, man. I was, yeah, yeah, I was a, yeah, man. I was a dancer, yo. I was, I was, I was. That's how I was how cutting it out. That's how I know. That's how yeah. I know him from yeah. dancing. Yeah, I was a dancer. Dance the, come on, let's move it. Huh? Yeah, that's the order. <laughs> yeah, man. That shit's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. That shit like two weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. That shit's fucking bugged out, yo. And, you know, we could trans, tra- you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got stories to tell about that. Yeah, that's some crazy stuff, man. I, I, um, it was, yeah, I was in New up? York. I was in New York, and, uh, they had, it was like 
uh, yo, they doing some type of auditions down at the, at, the, at the basketball court for some dancers or whatever. Me and my cousin, we went down there and uh, I just did my thing. Next thing I know, you know, I, I you know, I, I go back home and I get a call, you know what I'm saying? Yo, we like style, blah, 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 yak, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yo, that was fucking, yo, that was fucking unbelievable, yo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's why I'm saying that, that it's amazing that each one of us have had yeah. stories with, you know what I'm saying, famous people per se, you know what I'm saying? You're like, damn. I mean, when you sit back and look like, you know, especially being a kid, like, yo. I'm fucking DJing for fucking damn kid and play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yo, I used to dance fucking special there. Yo, I brought the roots down here before mm-hmm. the motherfuckers came down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, before they right. boot fuck yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that, yeah. yo. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we so, could, we'll yeah. be here all yo, day. Yeah. yeah. But um, and uh, yo, don't even yo yo don't even you know don't even forget. I mean, like op- you know, opening up for Main Source, opening up for Wu Tang, opening yes, up yo yes, oh, yo who yes, yes, stayed yo, here yo yo, yo 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 listen yeah, opening up for leaders in the new school, opening right, up for right. uh, for, for you know for Kwame. I saw Kwame a couple of weeks ago in um in Rocky Mount. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Viv- Viv- Vivian Green. Yeah, yeah, he's with, yeah, he, with Vivian Green. Yeah. Yes, his wife. Yeah, 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 no doubt. Yeah, Vivian Vivian Green did a show in uh, did a show on Rocky Mount. Yes. Uh, yeah, just recently, actually, I I wasn't even yo I wasn't even planning on going. It was the missus. She was like, yo, I want to go see Vivian Green. I was like, yo, look, you know, I was like, okay, let's roll down there. And I get down get down there, looking at the show. I'm like, wait a minute, baby, that's Kwame on stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Kwame has Kwame. one of the illest sneaker games I have yeah. ever Kwame, seen. Kwame yeah. is fucking yeah. bugged yeah. out. Yeah. Ever yeah. seen. K1 Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. 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 Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yo, man. Let me tell you, man. Kwame. Yo. Yo. Back in the day, we had this dance competition. We had this dance competition <laughs> back in the days. You know, where all the dancers from all the groups would get together and just battle it out, just see who the best dancers are. Right. Mm-hmm. Scooby Scrap was out there. You know what I'm saying? I was out there. Everybody was out there doing their thing. This one month. Whoa! 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 House. No, huh? sorry, 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 sorry. I, w- I was getting getting him mixed up with that other motherfucker. Oh no, no, no! no I was no, getting no. mixed up with Hot Dog, man. No, no. Sorry, because you know, yeah, 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 Hot Dog, yeah, Hot Dog, Hot Dog, yeah, yeah, Hot Dog, Hot Dog, Hot Dog. No, Hot Dog was in it like the 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 year beforehand, but motherfucking damn uh, Kwame, yeah, Kwame dances Hot Dog. Yeah, no, yeah, Kwame dances Hot Dog. Know, yeah. yeah, that motherfucker yo, he came out that joint yo, and you talking about people with like two. Two folks, you know what I'm saying, doing synchronized shit. This motherfucker comes out by his lonesome. By himself, yeah. His lonesome. And kill it. And kills everybody. Because the motherfucker's double jointed like a son bitch. So he was just doing all this double jointed shit. He, motherfuckers he, he was like, that shit with the yeah, arm. with the arm, yeah. yeah. Right. Before you know how it is, it's, 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 it's common now for motherfuckers to do that shit. But this, but this motherfucker, then, yeah, this um, motherfucker was, I, yo, big ups to Hot Dog, yo. He, mm. he ate everybody up, ate my ass up, yeah. yo. Real, and speak, yeah. speaking of dancing, Play just actually did a documentary called "And I Danced," hmm. where he went back and got all the dancers from all their videos Whoa. from over the years, and they tell their stories. Big Les, and Ooh. I mean, he got some heavy hitters. I think he got Hot Dog. He, he got some heavy hitters. Y'all need to check that out. When you know, what I'm saying yeah, I'm he, to, he, he does it. Um, he shows it um various film festivals all okay, over the country. Okay. I remember we was doing a show in Atlanta. 
uh, I want to say, I think it was last year. It was it was Kid and Play, Evelyn Champagne King, Osley Brothers, and Keith Sweat. We I'm sitting in the dressing room. And all of a sudden, play brings like twelve girls back there behind. I like, whoa, what's about to pop off here? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, bro, these were dances of when we was doing getting funky and oh, wow. sweet tea, wow. and like oh, all the smooth these, tip. Wow. wow. Oh, oh, sweet tea still got it. A word? Yeah, 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 yeah. God Almighty, Jesus, pray to the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> when the praise all these girls was like dancers from from all the videos that went on the wow. dance with Bobby Brown and Michael Jackson and all. Man, I'm, I'm gonna put y'all up on game after the podcast and find all these people. But I mean, I was just like floored. I'm like, I used wow. to watch y'all rock, and they all tell their stories. Like, now nah, that's hip hop. You get all your dances from all your videos in one yeah, room. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I always respect the dancers. Yeah, yeah. And it's called And I Dance, you said? And, and I Dance. And I Dance. Okay, yes. let's go. Now, going back to uh, going back to Welcome to Durham, man. Okay. Where can we find that yeah, joint, I mean, man? Really, I, mean, I haven't seen it in forever. Do you have it? I mean, because uh, I, I, you can pull it up on YouTube, but it's real grainy and whatnot. You know what I mean? Last time I saw, I it. wouldn't even know where to go about finding that now. Wow, you know what I'm saying? If you if you didn't get the DVD back then, it's kind you, of you said you got it. it. Okay, yeah, I, I need I need a copy of that because that because that, that's that that was groundbreaking. Now, yeah. mind you, it was two versions of it. Oh yeah, the first one got bootlegged to death, mm-hmm. so we had to go back and film new stuff and and weave it in. That's the one that ended up in the store. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, we'll take us back there, man. You know what what went into that, and you know your part in it, and you know all of that, man. Just give I was us a little brief I was story, more man. on the musical end. Um, okay, Mike Nice and Courtney C. They did more of the of the street end of doing all the filming with. Um, mm-hmm. They had a couple of guys that you know we had with cameras. We they went around. They they did all that. I was more on the music end. Of, okay, you know, me, okay. Me and um Scaz. Yeah, we'll say that for the for the butter team reunion. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd, lo- I'd love to go yeah. into into the whole you know uh, brainstorming and everything that went into Welcome to Durham because that, it all it all derived from a classic. newspaper article that Courtney had read. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, okay, okay. Because yeah, I mean you know uh, Durham always gets you know the the shade and the always and the bad rap always. in the media. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I can understand, man. I mean, you know, every but it's city's, important to show both sides. Yeah. You know it's a, it's important to show both sides. I mean, every city's got those places where you, you know, your ass better not be caught at a certain time of night. I mean, it's, it's places in Raleigh like that, but Durham always gets the, you know, bad end of, of and not to glorify the coverage, part, like but it's to put it out there to say, Look, we 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 need help here. Mm-hmm. This, right, this is what's popping. We, we how 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 do we fix this? Right, you know right. what I'm saying. It's not to say we the baddest. Don't come. No, we won't, we won't about that. Right, right. Gotcha, gotcha. And I will say, no no disrespect, but Durham. I will say this, Durham. I always felt was the mecca for DJs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. North mm-hmm. Carolina is a is a melting pot for hip hop as a whole, but seen like. We have always been the mecca for DJ. No, that I that I have to know. That I definitely, you know, de- you know, definitely have to agree. You know, Raleigh was MCing. Uh, Raleigh was MCing. Raleigh was MCing. I have to disagree on that. Whoa, I have to disagree because there were some DJs that was so fucking nice that these motherfuckers, you, you, they, they they unheard heroes. Travis Jones, mm. Carlos Jones, mm. Jesse Meek. 
Yo. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse rode with uh, Dead Press. Mm. Mm-hmm. See, Dead Press went to M1. <laughs> he went to Athens Drive. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He graduated with me. I have a story about that. Would you like to hear? Yes. Yeah, it's so yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like, he, he yeah, he's naming he's people that I'm not really familiar with, and then I could name people. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, like, we can so, go back. Well, true. let's just say North Carolina yeah, North as Carolina a whole. It's yeah, so yeah, many yeah, of us. Yeah. So many of us, man. So that, many. It, it's, it's just that, okay, uh, M1. Uh, he got the deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got the deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember uh, I had a Toyota Corolla. And uh, salute to Toyota, yeah. So, <laughs> so, we went to Hardy's on Capitol Boulevard. Went to Hardy's on Capitol Boulevard, and it was snowing that day, it just happened to snow. And this dude walked into Hardy's and left his car running. It was a Toyota Corolla. He said, Man, I don't know how to drive a stick. I said, Oh, okay, let's get his car, let's take his car. So, we took his car, I took his car and drove it and showed him how to drive a stick. And he took it to New York the next like the next weekend or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I got stories, man. It's you know, it's it's it's, it's, it's bugged out. I'm talking about Bang, yeah. But it, 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 Bang was with us. Bang was with us. But you know what I'm saying? It was me and him. It was me. It was me and him. You know what I'm saying? Stole that car. And, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stole that car, and uh, he took it to New York. You know what I mean? So yeah, some real crazy shit, yo. Real crazy shit, yo. Yeah, bang, yo. Well, this, this. Yeah. I mean, I can we can sit here and go story for story, story yeah, all yeah. night. This shit is fucking yeah. bugged out, yo. Like you say, you know. But DJs, like you say, you know, as far as um, DJs getting notoriety, yes, I would have to say Durham DJs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all threw some. Y'all threw the dope parties, and y'all threw the. You know what I'm saying? It was. It was always a. Um, I've always enjoyed it. Because I enjoyed the Butter Team just for the simple fact that, you know, it's hard for DJ, especially me being, a, you know, dancing and shit. It's like you get tired of hearing the same shit. Mm-hmm. And when DJs say, I'm going to take you back, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They take you back, but they don't really take you back. Yeah. You know, you get the rock cam. No disrespect to rock cam and, 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 and all those, you know what I'm saying, Lottie Dotties and all that shit like that. No disrespect. But it's those fucking B cuts that make motherfuckers get out here and start motherfucking rocking. Like, you know what I'm saying? Must be the music or, you know what I'm saying? When, yeah, music. when the DJ say my life, shit like that. And I heard y'all playing that shit. I'm like, yo, this is the type of shit that, you know what I'm saying, that I like to hit. You know what I'm saying? Because the those are the joints that keep exactly those are the joints that keep me moving, man. Oh, baby, I'm scared of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't believe in magic. Exactly. Don't get me started exactly. on them records. Exactly, man. It's the B cuts, man. It's the B cuts, and then and so you know I, I appreciate I appreciate you all for you know what I'm saying keeping it you know keeping it real on that on on that on that on that aspect you know because yeah you know because when you go out when you you have to find you have to find things to separate yourself from the average see that's the crazy but okay all right so when you do a set do you do a set for yourself or do you do a set for the crowd takes a good dj to cater to the crowd but it takes a special dj to bring that crowd to him word word facts you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I, I'll give you a prime example. Um, 
not not throwing shade on other DJs or whatever, but when you say take it back, more than likely when you hear a Rakim record, more than likely it's going to be Eric B as president. Rightfully so, it's a wonderful record. I love it. But how often do you hear Microphone Fiend in the club? You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. How often do you hear Paid in Full in the club? And one 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 thing I will say, one thing that's that that's a challenge to me is finding new ways to play the same records, finding new ways to present it so it'll seem new again. You know what I'm saying? I love Airbnb's President. I play it, but I'll I'll play that I'll play that Paid in Full in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. That's 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 one of my records, and that's and that's one thing that always um they how should I put it? A lot of DJs got famous really because of some of the records they played that's yeah. a, a, not to bring Kid Capri back up again but Kid Capri would play certain records that other DJs wouldn't play exactly and that's what separated him from a lot of DJs if it's like okay you you take five DJs and they all playing the same records it's like wh- why am I here yeah no, exactly. Y'all doing exactly. the same stuff. And that's something a lot of these newer DJs are doing. Y'all, a lot of y'all are biting each other. Don't think I don't be knowing that. <laughs> but it's like y'all canceling each other out because all y'all doing the same stuff. You know what I'm saying? Don't You can't be scared to play certain records, but you got to do it within reason, I think. Exactly. DJ, and they played the same, I'm sorry. Pete, and, they play, and they played in the same format. In yeah. the same, and rock him, then... Lottie Dottie. Mm-hmm. Then you know what I'm saying. They did, you know what I'm saying. Like 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 I've heard like I've heard that same setup from another DJ playing the same shit. The way they bring in another record. You know what I'm saying? Or how they do this? It's nothing like okay. Well, what I miss. Oh my god. What I really miss is blend DJs. Yeah. I miss the yeah. fuck out of blend DJs. I got you know some, what I'm saying? I just I just resurrect I used to do you just brought up blends. When I was in high school, I used to do these these um, blend tapes called Digging in the Crates. Right. But recently within the last year, I went through all my old cassettes mm-hmm. and I and I did a lot of the blends over again. And I just brought them up to to uh, maybe a 2018-2019 type standard versus right. how I did it in 93. Right. I mean, it sounded so refreshing. I just put them out, so I need to. I need to get all my joints to you. Yeah, most definitely. Man. A lot most of DJs definitely. don't learn how to mix. Exactly. Yeah. Nonetheless, yeah, exactly. blend. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, dog. I mean, put you know, on you, my best man. I've seen. Can't believe that she said yes, man. Blending that song is more popular than yeah. the song itself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, and D- D- yo. Man, that was I've another been, way to break records. Too. I, yeah. Yes, and I've been to clubs where DJs play the whole song. Like yeah. the, the song to to the fact where uh, okay all the way to the uh, static t- exactly till mm-hmm. the shit goes till it fades out. <laughs> sure, go ahead. Like, yo, what the fuck, the yo? Pleasure, I had the pleasure of seeing um, Maceo and Red Alert spinning Raleigh. Mm-hmm. They all come here. I was there. Um, what is it about that Stevie Wonder record that just gets them amped? Because I seen Red Alert and. And Maceo just get amped with um Well all I do. All I do. Eh, it's a classic. They, they yeah. get, that's the last record that they play. It's classic. It was like when I wake up in the morning after seeing them now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic. Yeah, what, yeah. what is there not to like what, about that record? What what is it? It's just that magic or what is what is that closer for like you? For me, it would be if I was a DJ, I would play Womack to Womack. Baby, I'm scared of you. Baby, I'm scared of you. That's it, right there. I guess it depends on the crowd I'm in front of, depending on how I'm feeling. I like to do slow sets. 
A lot of DJs don't even play slow songs anymore. Yeah. I like doing slow sets because I, I be trying to I, I try to set it up. You know what I'm saying? Dude, you know, you trying to holler at her? I, yo, I got man, you. Yo, man, let me tell you, man. I used to play Sybil Let It Rain a lot. The mm. art, and that's a lost, that is a lost art towards DJs because it was that prevalent part of the evening where you knew, okay, where the drinks was about, you know, the bar's about to close. Mm. Yes. I'm about to throw these joints on here. Get your fucking Mac on. Get your man on. Mm-hmm. Right. Get your man on. And then, okay, get a little dance on. And at the end of the night, you go home with whatever you go home with. Right. Or at least get a number. Or get a number. At least get a number. Now, motherfucker, you turned up from the time you get in there to the time you leave. No wonder. Everybody's so fucking just just just, just <laughs> jittery as shit. Motherfuckers is jittery as shit. They go, they leave the club, they they just amped and hyped and want to fucking fight because you ain't have no you didn't have that fucking that mellow part of get yo, there's nothing. Nothing, fellas, young youngins, young thundercats. School them, school them. There is nothing like a DJ playing a slow song. I mean a real slow song. I ain't talking about this whole, you know what I'm saying, this this new slow shit motherfuckers is dancing to now because they they trap dancing, whatever this shit is. So <laughs> nigga throw some you, know, you, you so throwing that, some Luther on that yeah, motherfucker. So I'm, talk, I'm talking okay, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about some yeah, some Luther, yeah. some some shit like that where you can get close to a woman and you can sit here and really talk to her in her ear and, and it's not that Shit, you know what I'm saying? And she like, what you say? What you say? You know what I'm saying? You know, you got to yell over the motherfucking damn, you know what I'm saying? A little vert or some shit. Easy vert. You got to yell over that shit. Yo. It's some slow joints. Them slow joints to the end of the night where you already there and you you chilling. You've already, you already you've there. Already po- yeah, you've, there. Already, you've already pointed her out. It would either be slow songs out. or slow reggae. Yes. 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 Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, to be found you way. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. DJs, DJs. What a Or, 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 mm. or, and I'll speak for Rob on this one, okay? Because I'm going to speak for you, motherfucker. Shut up. All right. If you, re- you take it back, okay? And you throw on. The bars is I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Dude. There you okay. go. There okay. you go. Okay. Okay. Nigga. The <laughs> bars was one of my favorite groups of all time. They just did the Bobby the bars yeah, story yeah, on yeah, TV yeah, One. TV I haven't well, even yeah. seen it yet, but I I know the story. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but and, and you know what, man? Okay, and we we're talking about the bars. They're dope, but. The Silvers, nigga. Oh, wow. wow. The Silvers. Wow. Silvers. Yeah. They were the yeah. truth. The yeah, Silvers were, were the yeah. truth. They were low key. Yo, unpopular opinion. Super unpopular opinion. The Silvers were low key more talented than the Jacksons, bro. No, they, they, they could sing better. They could sing, yeah. yeah. They exactly. did six part harmony. Yeah. Six, six to eight part no, Six to harmony. eight yeah. part, exactly. It was like no. more like eight part yeah. harmony, but like overall talent wise, the Silvers were yeah. more talented yeah. than yeah. Jackson, yes. but could none of them touch Michael? <laughs> no, 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 no. But, no, but come no. time to sing and write and play your own stuff, yeah, the Silvers had it. Leon Silvers, one of Leon. the best producers of ever. all ever. time, ever of all time. The Silvers came out one of one of the illest joints ever. Not too many records could touch Misdemeanor. Nope, yeah. nope, yeah. nah. <laughs> 
Not at all. Nope. Now, you want to talk about the Silvers. If you want to hear a dope album, they had an album called Showcase in 1975. You want to hear a dope album, start to finish, get that album. Yeah. Roulette, yeah. Will of Love, Keep On Keeping On. Boogie Fever was on that record. Yep, Boogie Fever was up. Yep. That's that's the one you need. Hotline was dope too. But right, you know, right, wow. We can do this Taking all it. Yeah, I know, day I know. Back yo, long. Yo, don't take me back to the what's was it the what's happening episode with the Silvers? Was it what's happening? No. What's, they were on what's happening? They was on what's happening? Well, if I'm if I'm trying to if they were on they, what's the happening. The Doobie brothers was on what's happening. Oh, don't even yo, yo, don't don't even Taking it, it to the, the street. Taking it to the street. <laughs> <laughs> Now this, now you, y'all want some history? The Silvers was in a movie called "The Fish That Say Pittsburgh." Pittsburgh. Oh, well, yes, yes. Uh, with, with whoa, Dr. whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all remember the uh, Dr. J slow joint? Magic, magic, Mona. Mona. <laughs> oh, and that was, and that was saying. <laughs> it's funny you brought that up because you know that was Phyllis Hyman. Yeah. And, to, really? and today is the 24th mm. anniversary of her death. She died on June 30th, 1995. Wow. She sang Magic Mona. I saw her, I think it was, yo, yes. I saw her, at, I think it was in 88, 89 at the uh, Blue Note Cafe in uh, in Manhattan. Man, I love You cannot that name a Phyllis Hyman album I don't no. own. Mm. You can't mm. name one. I only know of one album that I've never seen. Now, anybody know anything about record labels? Her first solo album was on a label called Buddha. Buddha, yeah. Okay, Buddha pressed the second album, but then they ran out of business. They they folded. So, um, Arista, I guess they um, what's the word? Um, they put the album out, but I've never seen the Buddha copy of her second album mm-hmm. ever. That sounds like a trip to Japan, actually. Okay, that sounds like acquired a acquired the album. That's yeah, what I meant to yeah, say. Right. Yeah, yes. that, that sounds like a trip to Japan to find it. Actually, oh, I love, <laughs> I love Philip. That woman was oh, yeah, beautiful. Was. Yeah, she was beautiful. Yeah. God. You know how to love me, so you do. My my you know my uh, my back in the day crush was um. Oh jeez, Anita Baker. Mm. Yes. yes, that motherfucker, I, I, I that, that short haircut yeah. and that yeah. wide ass mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the I apologize video yeah. when she had on the nigga? Yeah. Boy, I had to get Whoa. off the phone. Yeah. I was like, let me call you back. Yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker, wide ass mouth, boy. She had a mouth like a big, like a bass, boy. God <laughs> dog, boy. <laughs> that thing had me going, boy, as a young buck. Boy, I'm trying to tell you, boy. Fuck y'all want to talk about crushes. My chick was vanity. Oh, vanity, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, vanity. Yeah. I, I like Vanity Six, but my my that the one that I really like was the one that looked the youngest, the one that wore the pink all the time. Mm-hmm. The little, the, the that one. was the one Prince was dating for. You started yeah. messing with Vanity. Yeah, that's the one I like. Yeah, yeah, she could have yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I was into <laughs> I was, right there. Sweet tea, sweet tea, salute to sweet tea. Yeah, oh my God. yeah. yeah. Guess who I met the other day? Who? Sparky D. Whoa! Uh, yeah, I saw that online. I saw that online. I was like, oh damn. <laughs> Yo, speaking of Sparky D, shout out to Mr. Freeze again. Mm. Mr. Freeze brought Sparky D and Roxanne down here for the battle. Dorton Roxanne. Arena. Mm. They did the Dorton Arena, but what, what? they did it at Ligon. First, Whoa. where Ligon, 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 Ligon Middle, Middle School. School, yeah, Middle School, yeah. That's and my then, daughter then, goes in there at the basketball mm. court. Wow, you got me on that one, bro. At the basketball court, boy, the real Freeze. Roxanne can get it. She got oh, it. Yeah. 
Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. She got it. <laughs> My yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, she got it. Yeah, she got it. Yeah. Well, I need your autograph, boy. Yeah, she got it. Yeah. Bang zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, well, look, we ain't even going to talk. We, we don't even want to talk about the story when we had to talk you out of Lily. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had to talk him out of Lily one night. Yeah. I used to love Lily. Yeah, yeah now nah, we, we talked him out of that. Yeah. What but, happened? Yeah, you know, we was like, yo, man, she got like three kids, yo. Come on. No, no, man. No, Wrap it up too, and keep it going. What's the fertile. problem? It's too fertile. Too fertile, bro. Yeah. Too fertile. Yeah. Too fertile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well, you know what? Deep down, I, I can I can yeah. understand. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, but I love Lily. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Hip hop crazy. Yeah. Salute to SWV. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Salute exactly. to Salt and Pepper. Oh, definitely, definitely. Talk of, yo, talk about my crush. Mm-hmm. Talk about my crush, okay? Yes. Sink, salt. 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 I was salt just still about man. to say salt. We toured together salt. <laughs> oh. I was just about to say Salt can get it <laughs> Bro listen Listen <laughs> Sometimes sometimes the, the years actually make a woman More sexy man mm-hmm. Like yo she put a video out On, fa- on Facebook uh, a, f- a few Like a couple years ago I think uh-huh. And you know she's You know um into her spirituality and everything and, and what she was talking about was really you know heavy on the spiritual thing but the whole time I'm sitting there like yo you won't paying attention to a damn thing that she was saying attention <laughs> to nothing she was saying at first I might have rewound it like after the fifth time I watched it uh-huh. to listen to what she was saying but I, the whole time bro I'm sitting there looking at yo just looking at her mannerisms and how she would speak her pure voice bro she is sexy as hell, bro. Rob, Rob. Y'all yo. talking about my folks, man. Rob, yo, <laughs> but Rob. I understand. Tell though. Salt. I no, understand. all due respect. No, I gotta take. I gotta. I gotta drop one off the grid, okay? Because these are some sisters that I know we thought were fine, okay? And when you called me from when you called me from Jersey, and you was like, "Yo, man, you ain't gonna believe who's here," okay? You remember one hit wonder group called Seven Six. Six nine, yes, I do. Yep, <laughs> I do. Yep. So so high was the joint. I bought the album. I was chilling at uh, I, you, I was at Hakeem Hakeem's crib, crib yeah. from Channel Live. I had gone up to New York. Salute to Hakeem. That's yeah, my dude. Yeah. No doubt. I was. Uh, <laughs> we got another frat funny brother. Story. That's my frat brother. Oh, we, yeah. we we got another yeah. funny story about that. But uh, met him last year on um, we went on um, I Love the Nineties Cruise. Yeah. I was chilling. I was just chilling at his crib, man. We was, you know, hanging out and everything. And seven six six nine was in the building. And they were looking good as hell. <laughs> yeah, but uh, do y'all remember? And I ain't even gonna tell the story, man. But do y'all remember when we got up with Channel Live in Winston? Oh gosh! And we went up to the hotel room, and um, we had just uh, ate at Wendy's, and. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, man. And that burger started bubbling in my damn stomach. And um I mean I mean hell, we were in the hotel room, so I just kinda dipped off. Everybody Mm -hmm. was sitting in there talking and you know, Mm -hmm. puffing and everything. I just kinda dipped off into the into the background and faded to black for about ten minutes. Mm -hmm. And uh (laughs) right. I mean we were in the hotel room. What was I supposed to do? And then I came out of there, you know, I was good. I was I was straight. I was good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But don't go in there about thirty-five. Negative. 45 hour, minutes. Hour, <laughs> hour. But, no, 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 but, but uh, yeah, they, they can tell the rest of the story, man. Yeah, that's, 
Y'all did 7669, bro. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. Yo, but... That channel live joint was bugged out because Rob was uh he was uh he was a journalist yeah, yeah at that time and he was doing an interview matter of fact I still got the I got the article and um, we were sitting up there just talking matter of fact we smoked madism yes we did yes we did with channel live mm. and uh, we got so high that we started talking about cartoons ooh <laughs> yes, and, uh, yes yes we started yes. breaking down cartoons and shit racism so racism, racism, racism racism and cartoons yeah. and shit especially with the it was it was the looney tunes cartoon yeah yeah, right. yeah 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 i was i was i was in raw form right then they should have never let me talk about that shit but anywho i was talking about like donald duck being like a black man with the white strap around his daffy, uh, yeah, daffy duck daffy, with yeah. daffy duck with the black yeah. duck you know what i'm saying with the white Collar around his neck would represents the white stranglehold of a white man. Or the, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's amazing how weed makes you think. Yeah, uh, <laughs> bugs, bug, bugs, bunnies, bisexuality. Yeah, yeah, bi, yeah. He's a yeah. transsexual Jew. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit like that. You know, yeah. Pepe Le Pew. You know what I'm saying? He's a fucking damn. You know what I'm saying? Rapist. 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 Shit like that. Yeah. 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 But is he truly a rapist? He is he because you have to understand. Or was he just doing skunk shit? Because the cat had the white stripe. Maybe that's how skunks do. No, no, he, no. He 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 didn't have the knowledge enough to tell who he was messing around with. Okay, you know, it, it was like, okay, yo, she likes skunks. She's like me. No, she's not. She's not a skunk. You couldn't pick up on that. Oh, well. you know what I mean. All I know is she's probably just doing skunk shit. See, I'm not a weed person, but I swear, <laughs> stuff that you think about when you're on it, when yeah. you, you know, and depending on how strong it is, too. Yeah. You might not be one, but I mean, you've been around people after they smoke and they start talking about some outlandish Lord, shit. Lord, yeah. yes. Yeah. So you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that was the stuff we were talking about with Channel Live. Yeah. And, out stuff. and, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. Um, while we were talking, uh, art. Your man from front page management mm-hmm. came through the door. Like, what's up? Yo, what's up? Let me get some of that. And then he just stopped and he was like, Who the fuck blew up the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. 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 You talking about front page the label? Uh the manager uh Karis One's management company at the at time. The time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cause yeah. um when you, you mentioned front page, Karis One started putting out records under a label called Front Page. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Precisely. But yeah, they yeah, they, they clowned me for a good All the way up yeah. until we got to the club. I mean we, all it the way was, all the way until we got to the uh got to uh the Lawrence Joe Coliseum for the show. Right. And 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 I tried to holler at the chick that looked like Faith Evans. She oh was God, fine. She as was hell. gorgeous. She was gorgeous. She was fine as shit. And she called me over and I went over to holler at her. She was fine as hell. And I said, what's up? And she opened her mouth and she sounded like fucking DMX when she talked, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Bro, you talking about, like, seriously, like, she sounded she sounded like, what was your boy back then? Nine? Nine. Because we were hanging out with wow. nine that night, too. Uh, we wow. were hanging out with nine that night, too. And okay. nine. Yep. 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 That's yep. how. Wow. Because, yeah, we were hanging out. Yeah. Wow, it, it, you know, and, and and it was like some old classic '90s shit, light skin, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, you know, shirt, you know, shirt dipping with the with you with the page. No, she actually had the short hair with the pager with the pager right on the left bosom. Yeah, that was nineties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody, uh, all the chicks had their pages in yeah. there, and, and she was she was bad as shit. And then I, I, please I, tell me you went the other way. I did. He did okay, go the good. other way. Yeah, it's like you know, good call. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, yeah, that was an eventful week, and I blew up Channel Live's bathroom. Mm-hmm. And they clowned me all the way till we got to the show, and then I saw her, and then and, and I thought you were about to tell me an ill groupie story. That's one thing a lot of people be asking me about groupies on the road. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I got groupie stories. I got, I got a few too. Well, this was the time where Uh-oh. me and Twelve Dreads was hanging with Kane. We used to, we used to stay with Kane a lot. Me My man Kane, Kane. Salute me Kane. And, Big Daddy Kane. Me and Kane, you, we connected through karate movies. Mm-hmm. Me and him used to go back and forth about who had the better karate movies. Mm-hmm. Granted, he traveled a lot. You know what I'm saying? Around and got some shit, but I had some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So that's how me and Kane, like, you know what I'm saying? That's how me and him, like, connected. So, uh, <sighs> uh-oh. So we, uh, it was one night we, we were over there, and um, 95, his uh, manager at the time. I remember now. And had, um, had, and I can't remember the other dude's name. Gosh, I can't remember his name. But they had brought some girls back from the club or whatever. Brought this, well, brought some girls back. Uh, the other girls left except for this one girl. And I don't know what they told her. Like she was gonna be in some type of video or something. Or that's what she said because she asked me after after I hit was like, "Am I in the video now?" And I'm like, "I don't know. You got to talk to such and such." Uh, <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. Trains were ran on a regular around those parts you know what I'm saying and, and we'll cut did. it and we'll cut it right there we'll cut it right there, there. Yeah. It we'll right cut there. it right there I was right never a, a trained dude my, my homies in high school used mm. to do that I, I just I don't know I, just, I like I'd rather have one of my own yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was that whole it was it was it was that whole you know you know being fourth being the fourth person or third yeah. person yeah no, like, it was never no. my thing is never all it takes is for somebody to fuck up and she yell rape exactly Yep. Exactly. I'm like, yo, I was at the store. I don't, I don't know what y'all mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen a couple of them. In well, yeah, well, that was you know that was back in the days of the '90s. I was just getting ready. I was, I was just getting ready to say, uh, yo, we don't even want to go into you know the ones that happened at HBCUs because we're yes. not. Stop yes. it right there. Mm-hmm. Cut. It. Yeah. Cut it. Yeah. Lord, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Give me some <laughs> trouble. Hot Brady Max said, gonna be some trouble, trouble. <laughs> 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 trouble. Oh, God, we could do this all day long. Yeah, man. Yeah. Man, look, Bro Rab, thank you. Thank you for flowing through. Right. Uh, we got to do this again. Okay? Oh, yeah. Anytime you got to y'all do want. this again. Anytime y'all uh, want. Look, and good looking out for. Um, my man, what's his name, y'all? Uh, y'all did a yes, podcast yes, for him. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, um, uh, why you'll never be a rapper? Um, mm-hmm. The memoir mixtapes mm-hmm. uh, by Josh um, Adam Lefkowitz. Josh, what's his name? Lefkowitz. I uh, put Adam. That's his middle, middle name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, his, with the uh, epilogue, the last episode. Uh, came out this uh, came out this past week. You have mm-hmm. to get a chance. Check it out. Uh, you know he's Apple Podcast certified as well. That's okay. right. Yes. That's right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, man, thank you. 
Okay. Thank y'all. Yeah. Then yeah. thank you for coming through, man. We, you know, this is, you know, this is the type of things that we like to do when we want to sit down and you know and chop it up. And uh, yeah, we definitely gonna have to. Definitely going to have to do this again because I definitely want to talk a little, you know, eventually got to get on because I definitely want to talk a little bit more about being on the road now, you know, okay. uh, with, with, with Kid and Play. Shouts out to, you know, shouts out to Kid and Play. Whenever, uh, you, whenever you're ready, I'm here. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Matter of fact, let's do a part two real soon. Oh, yeah. Wait, look, look. There it is. Look, there it is. There it is. There it is. Part there two. Is. Coming soon. <laughs> Y'all, y'all let me know. Oh, no, we will. We will. I'm, sh- I'm sure that our quintessential hip hop mom, Keisha with a Y, will be reaching out to you. No doubt. I'm ready whenever you are. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, there's another edition of Straight to Tape. As always, check us out on our podcasting platforms, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Radio Public, and we're also streaming on Spotify. Okay, like our podcast. I mean, like our uh, social media platforms. Uh, we're on, you know, we're on IG. We're on, uh, you know, we're on um, Twitter, and like our Facebook page, Straight to Tape. And once That's again, right. and also once again. Shouts out to my man C's for being here with us. The beats, yes. The yo, the track, those tracks that you're listening to in the background right now, those are from my man C's. Okay. Oh, and man, he, I got ten more for you. Yeah, like I said, bro, <laughs> send them, send them. Okay, send them. Real humble man. Yeah. Thank you, man. Anytime, bro. Anytime. Learned a lot yep. today. Yeah. And as always, for the comedian Tico. Yo. Peace out. Assalamu alaikum. Stay off that pork bacon. <laughs> and the social media assassin, Rob Barron. That's right. We're ghosting right now. <laughs> and of course, your man, C. Perry Elise II. As always, my people, let's get active. We out, y'all.